0: Job chapter 32. So these three men stopped answering Job, because he was righteous in his own eyes. This kindled the anger of Elihu, son of Barakel, the Buzite, of the family of Ram. He burned with anger against Job for justifying himself rather than God, and he burned with anger against Job's three friends, because they had failed to refute Job, and yet had condemned him. Now Elihu had waited to speak to Job because the others were older than he. But when he saw that the three men had no further reply, his anger was kindled. So Elihu, son of Barakal, the Buzite, declared, I am young in years, while you are old. That is why I was timid and afraid to tell you what I know. I thought that age should speak, and many years should teach wisdom. But there is a spirit in a man the breath of the Almighty that gives him understanding. It is not only the old who are wise, or the elderly who understand justice. Therefore I say, Listen to me, I too will declare what I know. Indeed, I waited while you spoke, I listened to your reasoning. As you searched for words, I paid you full attention. But no one proved Job wrong, not one of you rebutted his arguments. So do not claim, We have found wisdom. Let God, not man, refute him. But Job has not directed his words against me, and I will not answer him with your arguments. Job's friends are dismayed. With no more to say, words have escaped them. Must I wait, now that they are silent, now that they stand and no longer reply? I too will answer. Yes, I will declare what I know. For I am full of words, and my spirit within me compels me. Behold, my belly is like unvented wine. It is about to burst like a new wineskin. I must speak and find relief. I must open my lips and respond. I will be partial to no one, nor will I flatter any man. For I do not know how to flatter, or my Maker would remove me in an instant. Chapter 33 But now, O Job, hear my speech, and listen to all my words. Behold, I will open my mouth, my address is on the tip of my tongue. My words are from an upright heart, and my lips speak sincerely what I know. The Spirit of God has made me, and the breath of the Almighty gives me life. Refute me if you can, prepare your case and confront me. I am just like you before God, I was also formed from clay. Surely no fear of me should terrify you, nor will my hand be heavy upon you. Surely you have spoken in my hearing, and I have heard these very words. I am pure, without transgression, I am clean, with no iniquity in me. Yet God finds occasions against me. He counts me as his enemy, he puts my feet in the stocks, he watches over all my paths. Behold, you are not right in this matter. I will answer you, for God is greater than man. Why do you complain to him that he answers nothing a man asks? For God speaks in one way and in another, yet no one notices. In a dream, in a vision in the night, when deep sleep falls upon men as they slumber on their beds, He opens their ears and terrifies them with warnings to turn a man from wrongdoing and keep him from pride, to preserve his soul from the pit and his life from perishing by the sword. A man is also chastened on his bed with pain and constant distress in his bones, so that he detests his bread and his soul loathes his favorite food. His flesh wastes away from sight, and his hidden bones protrude. He draws near to the pit and his life to the messengers of death. Yet if there is a messenger on his side, one mediator in a thousand, to tell a man what is right for him, to be gracious to him and say, Spare him from going down to the pit, I found his ransom. Then his flesh is refreshed like a child's. He returns to the days of his youth. He prays to God and finds favor. He sees God's face and shouts for joy, and God restores his righteousness to that man. Then he sings before men with these words, I have sinned and perverted what was right, yet I did not get what I deserved. He redeemed my soul from going down to the pit, and I will live to see the light. Behold, all these things God does to a man, two or even three times, to bring back his soul from the pit, that he may be enlightened with the light of life. Pay attention, Job, and listen to me. Be silent, and I will speak. But if you have something to say, answer me. Speak up, for I would like to vindicate you. But if not, then listen to me. Be quiet, and I will teach you wisdom. Chapter 34 Then Elihu continued, Hear my words, O wise men. Give ear to me, O men of learning. For the ear tests words as the mouth tastes food. Let us choose for ourselves what is right. Let us learn together what is good. For Job has declared, I am righteous, yet God has deprived me of justice. Would I lie about my case? My wound is incurable, though I am without transgression. What man is like Job, who drinks up derision like water? He keeps company with evildoers and walks with wicked men. For he has said, It profits a man nothing that he should delight in God. Therefore listen to me, O men of understanding. Far be it from God to do wrong, and from the Almighty to act unjustly. For according to a man's deeds he repays him, according to a man's ways he brings consequences. Indeed, it is true that God does not act wickedly, and the Almighty does not pervert justice. Who gave him charge over the earth? Who appointed him over the whole world? If he were to set his heart to it and withdraw his spirit and breath, all flesh would perish together, and mankind would return to the dust. If you have understanding, hear this. Listen to my words. Could one who hates justice govern? Will you condemn the just and mighty one who says to kings, You are worthless, and to nobles, you are wicked, who is not partial to princes and does not favor rich over poor? For they are all the work of his hands. They die in an instant in the middle of the night. The people convulse and pass away. The mighty are removed without human hand. For his eyes are on the ways of a man, and he sees his every step. There is no darkness or deep shadow where the workers of iniquity can hide. For God need not examine a man further or have him approach for judgment. He shatters the mighty without inquiry and sets up others in their place. Therefore he recognizes their deeds." He overthrows them in the night, and they are crushed. He strikes them for their wickedness in full view, because they turned aside from him and had no regard for any of his ways. They caused the cry of the poor to come before him, and he heard the outcry of the afflicted. But when he remains silent, who can condemn him? When he hides his face, who can see him? Yet he watches over both man and nation, that godless men should not rule or lay snares for the people." Suppose someone says to God, I have endured my punishment, I will offend no more. Teach me what I cannot see. If I have done wrong, I will not do it again. Should God repay you on your own terms when you have disavowed his? You must choose, not I. So tell me what you know. Men of understanding will declare to me, and the wise men who hear me will say, Job speaks without knowledge. His words lack insight. If only Job were tried to the utmost for answering like a wicked man, for he adds rebellion to his sin. He claps his hands among us and multiplies his words against God. Chapter 35 And Elihu went on to say, Do you think this is just? You say, I am more righteous than God. For you ask, what does it profit me and what benefit do I gain apart from sin? I will reply to you and to your friends as well. Look to the heavens and see, gaze at the clouds high above you. If you sin, what do you accomplish against him? If you multiply your transgressions, what do you do to him? If you are righteous, what do you give him? Or what does he receive from your hand? Your wickedness affects only a man like yourself, and your righteousness only a son of man. Men cry out under great oppression. They plead for relief from the arm of the mighty. But no one asks, Where is God my Maker who gives us songs in the night? who teaches us more than the beasts of the earth and makes us wiser than the birds of the air. There they cry out, but he does not answer. Because of the pride of evil men, surely God does not listen to empty pleas, and the Almighty does not take note of it. How much less, then, when you say that you do not see him, that your case is before him and you must wait for him, and further, that in his anger he has not punished or taken much notice of folly. So Job opens his mouth in vain and multiplies words without knowledge. Chapter 36 And Elihu continued, Bear with me a little longer, and I will show you that there is more to be said on God's behalf. I get my knowledge from afar, and I will ascribe justice to my Maker. For truly my words are free of falsehood. One perfect in knowledge is with you. Indeed, God is mighty, but he despises no one, He is mighty in strength of understanding. He does not keep the wicked alive, but he grants justice to the afflicted. He does not take his eyes off the righteous, but he enthrones them with kings and exalts them forever. And if men are bound with chains, caught in cords of affliction, then he tells them their deeds and how arrogantly they have transgressed. He opens their ears to correction and commands that they turn from iniquity. If they obey and serve him, then they end their days in prosperity and their years in happiness. But if they do not obey, then they perish by the sword and die without knowledge. The godless in heart harbor resentment. Even when he binds them, they do not cry for help. They die in their youth among the male shrine prostitutes. God rescues the afflicted by their affliction and opens their ears in oppression. Indeed, he drew you from the jaws of distress to a spacious and broad place, to a table full of richness, But now you are laden with the judgment due the wicked. Judgment and justice have seized you. Be careful that no one lures you with riches. Do not let a large bribe lead you astray. Can your wealth or all your mighty effort keep you from distress? Do not long for the night when people vanish from their homes. Be careful not to turn to iniquity, for this you have preferred to affliction. Behold, God is exalted in his power. Who is a teacher like him? Who has appointed his way for him, or told him, You have done wrong? Remember to magnify his work, which men have praised in song. All mankind has seen it, men behold it from afar. Indeed, God is great beyond our knowledge. The number of his years is unsearchable. For he draws up drops of water which distill the rain from the mist, which the clouds pour out and shower abundantly on mankind. Furthermore, who can understand how the clouds spread out? how the thunder roars from his pavilion. See how he scatters his lightning around him and covers the depths of the sea. For by these he judges the nations and provides food in abundance. He fills his hands with lightning and commands it to strike its mark. The thunder declares his presence. Even the cattle regard the rising storm.